0: Welcome to the Room 102 podcast, a podcast based in Champaign, Illinois, for students at Franklin Steam Academy, or really any middle school science student who wants to learn middle school science during long breaks from school. We're in a long break from school right now, so let's go ahead and learn some science. So, you have uh, a couple of things that we've been talking about. We've been talking about chemical changes and we've been talking about physical changes. Last episode, we went through some examples of physical changes. This episode, we'll go through some examples of chemical changes, and then we'll talk about your experiment for the week. Okay, so uh, chemical change examples um, in real life, anything that goes under a chemical reaction, we count that as a change, or we count that as an example, but there's three that we really like focus on. Um, The first is uh, like rust um or tarnishing or um like any time where like a metal becomes oxidized so it turns out some metals like copper um and uh, aluminum technically and iron um will react with oxygen and that will form a new compound um for rust that would be iron oxide that forms on the outside of a substance um, for uh, other for other like elements you get more um, tarnishing or maybe it's making like um, it's reacting instead of with oxygen it's reacting with like sulfur um, but you get new compounds made from new elements on the outside of metals technically airplanes are covered in rust because a lot of people think of the iron oxide as rust but really anytime that you have um, this happening with a metal uh, in the air uh, where it's reacting with the air outside, uh, that's technically rust. And so aluminum is technically covered in aluminum oxide. It's just that the layer is so thin, it's invisible. And that layer actually acts as a protective layer. So um, a lot of people look at rust as bad, but rust is only bad if you're trying to take something that's made out of iron or steel and make it last a long time. And in a lot of other instances, rust is actually a really good thing. Uh, you can also reverse the reaction for rust and take rust off of something. Um, you can clear it off like with the with a the, uh, something that like will dissolve the rust but you can also like reverse the reaction and try to replace some of the iron um another example that we talk about a lot is a lot of the processes in your body are actually chemical reactions Um, I know that we say that things dissolve in stomach acid, but sometimes that's what we call a misnomer dissolving. If you remember is a physical change, but, um, when something goes into your stomach acid, if it reacts with that stomach acid while it's being dissolved, it's also undergoing a chemical reaction. And so it's not only dissolving, it'll look like it dissolved, but there can be a chemical reaction. And you know that there's a chemical reaction happening somewhere inside your body because you're getting extra energy out of food. You're not putting in, um, energy into your body through like plugging yourself in or absorbing sunlight. And yet just by eating food, you can get energy back out. So therefore there must be some sort of chemical reaction happening inside of you. A lot of that actually happens in your cells, but some of it happens like in your stomach, um, uh, as well with the stomach acid, there's different types of like energy that you get out of your body. It's not just like It's not just like all your energy is made in your stomach when you digest food and then it goes to different places. Um, What the food does, what the acid does is it does some chemical reactions that break down the food. Some chemical reactions give off energy. And then a lot of the broken down food is sent to different parts of your bloodstream. And then um, when they go to the cells, they then actually do the chemical reaction once they're outside the bloodstream and into your cells. Uh, finally, um, the last example that we uh, consider as some of the big three examples for chemical changes are um, electrical energy being created through chemical reactions. There are special types of um, minerals inside batteries, uh, and there's a liquid called battery acid that's a sulfuric acid inside of um batteries and the sulfuric acid actually reacts with the minerals and when it reacts it creates an electrical charge because some of the electrons are from the atoms are transferred during the chemical reaction and that transferring of electrons can create electricity and we can take advantage of that um by uh taking the electrons from the battery itself and then pushing those electrons through wires. And that's really what makes electricity. Um, Those are probably the three biggest examples you'll find sort of throughout your like everyday experiences um, of chemical reactions. Okay, so those are the big three examples that we're going to go through for chemical changes. Now it's time to talk about what your lab is going to be for this week. Um, So your lab for this week, I would like you to do one of two things. I would either like you to, um, dissolve something in water that you know will dissolve in water. So you're going to do some research. You can either ask a parent or ask a family member or do some research on the internet and find out what dissolves in water and then see if you can dissolve something and then tell us how long it takes. Um, because we know what the result should be, uh, you know, um, you're going to get a clear liquid at the end. If you dissolve all of it entirely, um, try not to use too much. If you're dissolving something like salt, because if you use too much, not all of it will dissolve. Um, and then if, uh, you use something like sugar, uh, you know, you might have to look up like there might be a different amount that dissolves in water before like you use up all the water that you can use to dissolve. Um, and that's it. That's that's what I'd like you to do. So the choice you have, I guess, um, I should say, is, the, is what you decide to dissolve as long as it dissolves in water. And I would like you to try to dissolve something uh, in water and just tell us how long it takes to dissolve. Um, preferably, I would like you to choose something that's solid um, because then it'll kind of look like it's changing state, like it'll be a bigger change. Because a couple weeks ago, we did food dye in water. Um, and that's dissolving, yes, but you're taking a liquid and you're making it a different looking liquid, I would like you to take some kind of solid that you know dissolves in water and see how long it takes for the solid to dissolve. And that's it. Uh, that's, that's the, that's your physical change experiment for this week. That's all you have to do. So, um, the only other thing I'll say is please note as you're, uh, going over how long it takes to dissolve. Um, I would say maybe do, if you really want to extend this experiment, maybe do one experiment where you stir with a spoon to see how fast the item dissolves. And then another one where you don't stir at all and see if it takes longer uh, when it's not being stirred or maybe change some other parameter around like the glass or the room that you're using. Um, but I don't want to give you, I don't want to overwhelm you with options for this experiment. The main thing I want you to do is just try to dissolve something in water where once you put the solid in and it sits there for a little while or you stir it for a little while, eventually you cannot see the solid anymore. That's what I'd like you to do this week. Okay, I'm going to end there so we don't go too much over our time because we still have to say our joke. Here's our joke. Since we talked about stomach acid today, I'm going to tell you a joke about the digestive system. Here we go. On Saturday, I went to the doctor's for a checkup. He told me that I had one of the best digestive systems that he'd ever seen. So today, I'm celebrating Superb Bowel Sunday. Ah. Oh, puns. They're, They're the best. You guys have an excellent Wednesday, and I'll talk to you later.